0: episode 16 of the power hour a uh, huge week of football i'm sure Tauber. i think i want let you go first since i think you have something to say
1: yes i do adam fly eagles, fly thank you tradition, <laughs> i mean i mean i got uh, my question to you is does Jalen hurts the answer
0: i don't care i want to talk about that again. luke what do you want to talk about <laughs> <laughs> Luke, what do you want to talk about
2: uh, how about we talk about the Steelers shitting the bed last night on Monday Night Football? <laughs> Maybe do no. want to talk about
3: the Eagles. We'll talk about that. you know. We'll talk about just Pennsylvania teams in general. Let's the get the Steelers rant yeah, over yeah, with yeah, first.
4: Yeah, let's do with that first. Yeah, that's
3: like the elephant in the room right now.
4: Yeah, I'm I not mean,
3: kidding. That. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I,
4: I, I think yes, that was the first time I legitimately turned a game off halfway through because it was just not worth it. I guess if if you go for negative yards in in a quarter at any point, that's just a – you don't deserve to win a game. That's it.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Last night's game was the worst Steelers loss I've ever seen. Like, that was so bad. So bad. Like, last year they got their butts kicked by the Patriots, but, like, you kind of expect that when, like – when the Bengals, when Zach Taylor outcoaches you, like that's a that's a really bad sign. <laughs> yeah,
4: Zach Taylor and Ryan Finley.
2: Yeah, dude, Ryan Finley looked like Lamar Jackson last night. <laughs> he was running around the football a- field. Apparently,
4: he forgot he can run.
0: <laughs> I'll be honest, I had no idea he could run. I watched him play in college, and I had no idea that he could run. So that's on me. Yeah, same.
4: Apparently, he can run. Good for him.
3: Yeah, I know. There's definitely one thing with that Steelers game is well. Everyone here knows I've been an ardent defender of this team like every week. I basically refused the fact that they were frauds, but there's no denying anymore. They're, they're absolute frauds. I, I can't sit here and pretend like they're not anymore. They're just simply not going to do anything in the playoffs. They're, they're way too hurt, and they're yeah. way too ineffective on offense to even think about even just winning a game. <laughs> I, I, boy, I, I mean, I, yeah,
4: of course, yeah. Hey, guys,
0: remember when I said Ben was going to be the problem this year? Remember when I said yeah. that?
3: Yeah, I'm yeah. the best. I mean, best again I, yesterday.
4: I mean, yeah. I mean, the sad part I have a, is, uh, yeah,
3: acknowledged a problem now.
2: The sad part is Ben played horrible last night, but like Mason Rudolph wouldn't have done any better, honestly.
3: Uh,
0: Steelers are
2: in big trouble for the future. Big. Trouble. Yeah, they, they yeah. need to draft a quarterback. They, need, a they need to draft Ben's successor.
4: Yeah, to be Kyle honest, Tra- like yeah. Sorry, Josh, you can go through. i like Kyle Trask is actually an intriguing option because he should still be there late first round. Yeah. They
3: probably had to trade up a bit.
4: I mean, that's, Trey Lance that's not maybe something Pittsburgh does
3: most of the time. Yeah. I mean, last time they turned up was Cody. Devin
4: Bush, which, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's, worked, Cody, I say he's worked out pretty well.
3: Yeah.
2: The Steelers, like, I mean, they're probably going to get, like, the 21st overall pick because they're going to lose in the first round. <laughs> although, I mean, probably. Although they'll have a better record than some of the other teams that are going to lose in the first round. So, okay, let's say, like, 23rd, 24th around there. We need
3: to trade up to at least a 15th pick, I think. Do <laughs> you get, you get uh, Trask, you think?
4: You don't think uh, no, do they get like,
3: any of those QBs? Like Any QB. That's uh, I, know, to... I
4: know Trask or Zach Wilson might still be there, but I'm not quite sure Wilson wouldn't mesh well with the system, but we'll see because how it I, goes.
3: Because I feel like Mac Jones is probably going to be like, a li- little bit overdrafted. <laughs> oh, he yeah, will. I think, I think we're moving yeah. away from what the topic should be, and that's the Steelers are frauds. Right yeah, now. they are yeah. frauds. Really? No. No, yeah, but, yeah, because... Back
0: in the topic...
3: Yeah, because I know I yeah. wrote about this. Like this is piece going to be coming out to the blog soon about the real problem this year's offense. I won't spoil too much now, but yes, basically Ben Rosberger's not getting enough blame for the Steelers' problems on offense. He's <laughs> yeah. just simply not.
0: Oh, since since you know I'm the only non-Steelers fan here, I think I'll go through what I thought about the game yesterday. So you know you see Steelers Bengals Monday Night Football. I just I just assume that the Steelers are going to win that game big. So I didn't even watch. I decided I'm going to watch. Uh, Woody Allen movie, Annie Hall from 1977, Woody Allen bad guy, so I decided to watch that instead, I checked my phone after the movie and I said the Steelers lost, and every, all you guys are blowing up the group chat, yelling <laughs> like, oh we're so bad, you know Josh is crying Tober's like, Tauber's well, going throw Juju into the sun, just all kind of crazy yeah. things going on in chat ever, I, I, I'm, I'm just, just
3: to making it. stuff up. oh I have a but, feeling what stat you're about to say Tauber.
0: Yeah, you know, Tom, let's just hear your stats. And I know you're a, you're a big stat guy. That's why we call oh. you uh, Mr. Stat Guy.
1: I love stats, and that's the first time i ever heard that name, but sure. <laughs> um, first off, I think the big thing that we didn't talk about is Deontay Johnson. I didn't see him drop a ball. Did you guys? No, 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 he didn't drop the
3: ball last receivers night. Receivers did their job the best they can. It was just basic ben. ben couldn't
4: hit them. It,
2: this the game was on Ben Roethlisberger. Like, Completely. this loss was on him. He was horrible. He made horrible decisions. And, oh, God. If I, I could, could go, go on and on, I'm not going to. If I could, <laughs> yeah. real fast. So, basically, during the
1: game, Deontay Johnson led all receivers with uh, eight catches for 50, 59 yards. One receiver that wasn't on the Uh, stat line though was james washington which is kind of surprising because i always thought washington was kind of just like a you know reliable target he doesn't he doesn't get the attention that i think he deserves and i mean he's just one of those players that just does his job and just goes on with his day yeah for the steelers running attack betty snell may have had actually played well Benny Snell had 18 rushes for 84 yards. He almost averaged five yards a carry. Now, the thing that doesn't make sense to me about this is in like first and tens and that Benny Snell was actually doing decent on the ground. But when it came to third and short and fourth and short, it was like the offensive line was just not getting any push. But when you look at the score at the end of the day, the score may have read 27 to 17. But if you look closer, first off, those three points came in garbage time. So really it was about a twenty four seventeen game. But Cincinnati scored seventeen of those points off turnovers. And at the end of the day, the turnovers are what killed the Steelers. So I mean the one turnover that Juju had of him fumbling, I won't put too much blame on that because that was a great hit by the Bengals yeah. defense.
2: There.
0: That that's on yeah. fan for throwing that throwing the ball where he would get lit up like that. Wouldn't blame anyone. Blame sure. Ben for
2: that. One. You know what cracks me up? It's third and seven, and then he th- Juju was only like one yard past the line of scrimmage, and Ben throws it to him. Like, oh god, so <laughs> bad. But, bad game for Ben.
1: But another thing to really look at is, I mean, the game plan for Cincinnati coming in was real simple: don't turn over the ball, and just run the ball. I mean, Ryan Finley had an okay day passing, a seven for thirteen. I mean, over fifty percent. But the main hero of this game was Bernard and Finley with their legs. I mean, Finley destroyed the Steelers on zone read options, and then Bernard just pounded the rock all day. And you know what? That's good on that's good on both of them. And that, that was a good game plan by by the Cincinnati Bengals. So you just gotta tip your hat and say that's that's well done. But the Steelers have a lot of issues to figure out, and luckily, the Steelers should be getting some help maybe next week on defense with uh, Vince Williams coming off COVID list probably. And I'm still waiting for an update on um, Robert Spillane. Which, yay to Spillane, but it's probably better than Marcus Allen. Sorry, sorry, Allen, but
4: yeah, The thing yeah, is, you're down to is. what your fifth linebacker now at this point. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's not exactly there. We go.
1: It's... It's not exactly the best, but they're better than probably what's in there right now. But, I mean, that's my takes from the game last night. It was just a lot of costly mistakes for the Steelers, and they're going to have to clean that up here soon because, I don't know if you know this yet, they went from the number one team in the entire NFL to now, they are now the third seed in the AFC, and next week they're fighting against a, playoff, a playoff-worthy opponent in indianapolis who are fighting for their wild card slash divisional lives and if the steelers lose that game cleveland plays the jets which i guess are not no longer a guaranteed win anymore god bless the tank but um <laughs> so i mean the the steelers are going to be playing this week to either a try and fortify themselves for their uh division to win the division or b they're going to have to go in next week and play for the division. And I think the Steelers at this rate, they'd be better off trying to win the division next week and just try and bench and rest people because they no longer are going to have a chance at that first seed for a bye week. They have to play now to win a division, get a bye week and hope and pray that they don't get someone bad in the wild card. But that's a, that's a topic for a different day.
4: Yeah. Was, I, I think the chiefs can clinch that one seed if they win this week or, if, or if the bills lose, I think that's it. Yes
0: it's, it's basically it's
3: clinched so. though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're
4: they're going to hang on to it. They tiebreaker the, over the, business
3: the
2: Chiefs well. are playing the Falcons and the Chargers for the remainder of the season. They're going to win one of the they're going to win one of those games if sure. not both. So sure. I mean sure. I said they,
4: they probably probably they probably rest um against the Chargers at, at that point so Yeah.
0: It'll be over this week,
3: so they're not going I wouldn't even, like, rest against the Chargers Fire. With them. They're already going to have a bye week at that point. Yeah, like, that's tr- I, is, I always you do think, think is it's a little hurts. risky. Like, it, of course, it's risky to play them whenever you have everything clutched. But at the same time, they gave everyone two weeks off. That's, uh, that's a lot of time without playing football. Like, they're going to be rusty coming out coming out that, And I think uh,
4: they'll I mean, need to we- bounce that option out. I mean, we saw what happens with the when the Chiefs are rusty. They still they they can have like four turnovers in one quarter and still man and still win a game convincingly. Oh so. yeah,
3: absolutely. Has, yeah, you need four yeah. good quarters <laughs> against them in order to beat them.
1: <laughs> if, if I if I quit the real fast about Kansas City, I mean, if I can be real frank about about Kansas City right now, if you go into their past few games, I mean, they barely won against the Saints, and I mean, Drew Brees. And I mean, we're going to talk about this later. I think Drew Brees did not have a good game for, and Drew Brees is. What we he was rusty breeze. And you know what? Yeah. That rusty hurt, but I mean he's had now four about five straight games ever since their bye week of they've all been one possession ball games. So I don't know if that's telling you either that their defense isn't reliable or that Patrick Mahomes is right now having to bail out this team.
4: Oh, yeah. They definitely, play I, I mean, some I think, I, games. I, I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think, I think we saw the same thing last year and they, they, all, they poured all together in the playoffs. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah.
3: Because obviously they, they have already proved that they're legit from last season. I know I tell people this, Kansas City isn't totally unstoppable, but you still do need to play a good all around game in order to beat them. Because even if you do take a lead against them, like Miami in the first quarter and all that, it's not good enough for just one quarter. You got to keep that going because they could come back really fast. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. just how good their offense is.
4: Yeah, actually, yeah, so, yeah, so looking at the current playoff picture, you got Kansas City at one, then the yeah, Bills and Steelers. We already talked about that a good bit. Uh, Titans at four, uh, Browns at Browns at five, Colts at six, and Dolphins at seven. With the Ravens tied with the Dolphins, but losing on tiebreakers, so they're they're technically now one spot out. So we'll see what how I'm that gonna, goes.
0: Here's what We're going to do real quick. Cody wrote a uh, a good piece for the blog where he goes through each playoff team called a contender or a pretender. I think we're going to do the same thing Cody just did. For yeah. his article, we're going to go through each team and say just quickly what we think they are. Um, yeah. Obviously, we already said Kansas City, they're a contender. I think we all agree on that uh, one.
3: Yes, so, uh, yeah. indeed. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, Buffalo, uh, Cody said contender in his article. I'm going to agree with him. I don't know what you guys think, but we can talk about the Bills for a little bit.
4: Yeah, I, I think the Bills are contender. I think their defense <laughs> is stout enough, and Josh Allen has looked much better this year. That they, they can. I'm not quite sure if they can hang with Kansas City, but I think they can at least make it interesting. If it if it happened,
2: I I also agree. The Bills are definitely a contender. They're, like over the past couple of weeks, their defense has improved and has looked a lot better than earlier in the season. And I think that will help coming into the playoffs. My and Josh Allen has like arguably arguably has been. Uh, would you guys agree? He's been like a top five QB this year. Yeah, oh, over, I, I, sure. I would say so. Yes. Yeah. Like, he's been playing outstanding. My biggest concern for Buffalo is their running game. I feel like that's their one weakness, and we'll see how, like, Singletary and Moss will do in the postseason. I think if the Bills have a solid run game in the playoffs, then, like, they could definitely beat Kansas City. Tauber? I think the Bills are definitely contenders. I mean, you
1: look at that defense, that defense is just still a very good defense, and. I can't give how I can't give enough praise to McVeigh for how well he's done developing well, Josh McDermott.
3: I McDermott. McDermott, McDermott.
1: Yes. McDermott. <laughs> oh, yeah, Sorry. I got the two confused. It's been a long day for me. It, so it, I, I worked a long time.
0: We'll, we'll get to Aaron Darnold later. Let's move on. Um, we already hit the Steelers. Uh, I think we hit yeah, enough. They're, on the they're
3: massive pretenders. Yep. Yeah. Yes. We all no, agree. We're the we're pretenders,
0: okay. um, we want to. Do a, I think this is an interesting one here. The Tennessee Titans. Uh, Cody, Tennessee Titans, what do you think?
3: Yeah, well, I know in my piece, I called them a contender, right? I feel like they're fairly overlooking the playoff picture. You'll talk about Buffalo and Kansas City a lot, and obviously they deserve that kind of talk, but the Titans can hang around with anybody. Really, the only thing that could be stopping them is their defense hasn't really made that much traction despite the moves they made over the offseason. So that's really just going to be the decider for them come playoff time.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm, a, I'm one of the biggest Derrick Henry fans in the world. I think if you looked at a Twitter account, you would, you would see that. All mm-hmm. I do is tweet about the guy on Sundays when he scores. Josh, I uh, thought so you had a great Derrick Henry weekend, but that's a different story. You loved watching him play this weekend. Um, but Tennessee, I think they're honestly on Buffalo's level, and they, I think they could beat Kansas City as well. I just love that offense. And their defense, you're right, Cody, it's definitely a concern. But they can just score at will. They've proved this season that they can put up points no matter who they're going against. So,
3: yeah, as long fan as of that team, yeah, as long as Derrick Henry could keep like running as he is, you know, to keep the the their defense off the field as long as possible, they should be fine.
0: And what you said about Tannehill, people people don't really talk about him, but he can beat you. Like he's had a great season, great two seasons now. But he, he's a good quarterback, and he's someone you gotta you gotta make sure to keep an eye on when you're playing against him. You can't just we got to stop Derek Henry. If you stop Derek Henry, Tannehill's going to kill you. So it's a tough offense to go against. Uh, Luke, for- what do you think?
2: I forget what Tannehill's QB rating is, but I think it's like 110 or Let around ch- there. Let me check. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty
3: high. It's like, yeah, I think like, it's top Tannehill's
2: three. been having another yeah. fantastic season. Yeah, yeah Tannehill's
4: Scoring, is, like, yes, 110.4. I know this is fantasy yeah.
0: football, but he had like 50 points this week against Josh. <laughs> the last week, which I'm sure Josh <laughs> loved.
2: It's yeah, no, but uh, I'm with you guys. I think Tennessee is definitely a contender. They're, the biggest concern is the defense, but as long as Ryan Tannehill and Derrick Henry are on the offensive side of the ball, like Tennessee can win any game. So I'd say they're a
0: contender for sure. Imagine hearing that like three years ago. Yeah, you have Ryan Tannehill out there. You're tough to stop. And that really you know, <laughs> yeah. acknowledge that he's one of the best quarterbacks. That's the magic right of now. Adam Gase, everyone. I had Tauber. What do you think about
1: Tennessee? What I'm thinking about Tennessee is you go down through their four losses, and really their losses come down to Derrick Henry just not having all outstanding type games. I mean, they're all basically just having to put Tannehill basically on the spot. And I think the key to beating this Tennessee team is stopping Derrick Henry and telling Tannehill, if you're going to beat us, you're going to beat us through the air. Now, these guys still have a decent receiving core in Brown, and... um uh, Decent.
0: Decent receiving quarter. One of the best duos in the league. Quietly, um, one of the best duos in the league. But for sure, well, one of
1: the Either way, right now, that, like you guys said, their glaring hole is on defense. That's still a little bit of their sus area. But the team runs, uh, get it, runs through uh, Derrick Henry. And if you stop Derrick Henry, you put a big dent in this tennessee offense now i'm not i'm not damping i'm not raining on uh uh Hill's parade because Tannehill has very much been improved and uh maybe one day miami can find that quarterback too
4: but hey
0: hey good luck stopping derrick henry
4: yeah it's not that yeah, easy we, it's easier it's than not done. that easy yeah the man threw another grown man down again this week so <laughs>
1: If you look at their losses, though, their loss against Cleveland, Derrick Henry only had 60 but yards. And... That
0: wasn't because of Derrick Henry. Though. That was because the defense couldn't stop Cleveland, and they yeah. turned them all over like three but times in the first all, quarter. Also in their
1: loss against Indianapolis, Henry only 103 yards.
0: Only 103 the... yards. Yeah. That's
1: a lot of yards. It, it may be a lot of yards, but that's, that's not what we expect from Derrick Henry. We usually expect more yards from Derrick Henry, but the Tennessee Titans are contenders though. Let's not I mean, we watched them last year. They went to New England. They beat Tom Brady. They went to Baltimore. They beat Baltimore. They went to Kansas City and they put a good show in Kansas City. This is a good team and they and let's not forget, they're well
0: coached and variable. Yeah. Speaking of teams that are well coached, surprise! I can't believe I'm saying this. The Cleveland Browns are well coached. Mm-hmm. Cody, ah, yes. Since I know you. You wait and see. I'm kind of interested. Yeah, in what you have to say I, about yeah. This.
3: I have a wait and see approach with this. I did for some teams within this piece, where it's like you can't really call them like a tender pretender yet because you like when. When's the last time you see Cleveland in the playoffs? Like I wasn't even watching football. Whenever they last made the playoffs. So well, I never even alive. seen it there. Yeah, it no, I was, I was alive. I yeah, was we were alive, alive. Yeah. yeah. But it's a matter of, you know, they're 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 legit. They've shown they're legit. It's just that you really need to wait until the postseason to see what they can really do. <laughs> so that's I, why I put in, like, wait and see.
4: Yeah, I, I, think, I think the problem is uh, this team has absolutely zero playoff experience. <laughs> Aside from some of the other guys, but still, it's, it's like... I, I want to be optimistic about the Browns but there's still a sickening feeling that this is still the Browns. So yeah, that's, they need to wash that brown stench off them.
0: That's it's so tough. Everything about this team screams contender, but it's the Cleveland Browns. That's the one thing where you're like, okay, well they're, they're not going to they can't be a contender. They're Cleveland. <laughs> so I couldn't have said I'm going to go I'm going to say contender, but that's I don't feel good about it. But it I'm going to say contender. Yeah.
4: I, I say I will not surprise, be surprised to see them lose in the, in the wild card wildcard round. Is what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, uh, Talber, you're a big Browns fan.
1: Heck yeah, man, Browns man, the factory of sadness. Uh, for me, I mean, you guys are kind of hitting on the right points here. Of Cleveland does not have a lot of playoff experience, and I mean, we've seen some games that Cleveland has played, and we've gone, wow, this Cleveland team's real good. But then we've seen some Cleveland performances that are like is this team really for real or not? And I mean, for me personally, they they'll need, I think one or two years in the playoffs to get some experience under the belts and then they can be real contenders. But until then, I, I they're going to have to be pretenders for me just because I need to see more. And that's not me knocking their season because they've had an excellent season. They had a lot better of a season than what I would have thought they would have had. But I mean, their defense is still giving up stuff that they shouldn't be giving up. Baker Mayfield, to me, will have great games some days, but then other days he'll be okay. They got a great running back in Nick Chubb. But um, not having Odell Beckham in that wide receiver room, I think, still hurts them a little because that's a great receiver in Odell.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. Luke, you haven't said anything about the Browns. Your turn, buddy.
2: Yeah, um, I don't know. I don't want to call them a contender, and I don't want to call them a pretender. <laughs> I'm just going to go with contender, because, like, uh, their offense, my goodness, has looked amazing. I mean, uh Sunday night against the Giants, like, okay, their offense wasn't, like, amazing, but they did enough to win, and they didn't turn over the ball. So, um... Yeah, Cleveland has looked like a really good football team. Uh I just want to give a shout out to Kevin Stefanski cuz when I heard they hired him, like I didn't think he would do any better than Freddie Kitchens. And uh yeah, I'm I was I was definitely wrong. I admit I yeah. was wrong. Um I think should, yeah,
0: I I think another Oh, you had anything else on Cleveland?
2: Um I don't. I just. I don't know which team's going to show up in the postseason. Like Damn. it could be the team that you know the offense looked amazing on Monday Night Football, or it could be the team that they lost thirty-eight to seven <laughs> to. Although, granted, they didn't have Nick Chubb uh, uh, when they so, lost to the Steelers that first time. So I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll see. And uh, one fun fact, real quick. Do you know uh, the last time Cleveland was in the playoffs? Do you know who they lost to in the wild card game? Oh, Steelers. I remember. Yeah, the yep. Steelers. 36-33 yep. yep. to 33
0: in a shootout. <laughs> yeah,
2: right, well, they blew a lead let's, that
3: one. So.
0: Let's move on.
3: Yeah. Uh, this I one agree.
0: might – someone might disagree someone might might with Cody on this one. The Indianapolis Colts? Oh, yeah. Cody.
3: Yeah, so I know – I figured this may come off as a hot take, but when I wrote it, I honestly see Indianapolis Colts as pretenders. Like, I don't know what to think of Phillip Rivers come playoff time. You know, obviously – He's been playing for the Chargers, which are historically they choke in the playoffs and all that. So I don't know how much of that is on the team and organization itself or on Philip Rivers. And that's the main reason why I can't quite take them that seriously. Their defense is absolutely legit. I will not deny that. That, might, that would be the thing that would be winning them games in the playoffs. It's just that I'm not so sure about Philip Rivers, like which form of Philip Rivers is going to show up.
0: Cody, I will join you on this hill. They are pretenders because of Philip Rivers. I don't trust him. I will never trust him, even though he's a great quarterback, probably a hall of famer. I just will never trust him to win a game. Yeah, it's,
4: it. It, it, we've seen this in the past almost past like fifteen or so years or so. It, you cannot trust Philip Rivers in the playoff scenario. You just can't.
0: It, is it, any scenario, really. He's a horrible pick at any moment, and I wouldn't be surprised.
4: Yeah, so I, I'm gonna agree with you guys and say. I just, it, 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 there's a lot here. I think, I think they could make a run if everything goes right, but I just don't see it coming together all at once.
0: I guess we're all going to die on the same hill here, it looks like.
4: <laughs> Maybe it's not as much as a hot take as I thought.
0: Yeah. I, think, I thought it was a hot take, but
3: Luke, what Luke. do you think? Um, I have to agree
2: with you guys. I think they're a pretender. Like, oh, this wow. team... This team reminds me of the Steelers, except the reason why the Colts don't get attention is because they didn't start 11-0. <laughs> like, I don't know which team is going to show up on the football field. And uh, over the last couple of weeks, they've, like, barely beaten the Texans, which is kind of concerning for me. Because, like, other than Deshaun Watson, the Texans are not a good football team,
0: so... <laughs> they got blown up by the Bears. <laughs> yeah, the Chicago Bears. So, like,
2: I don't know... If Indianapolis is going to make it far in the playoffs, it's going to be through their running backs and, and their de- and their defense is really good. That's what's going to carry them. Philip like all he has to do is just not screw up, but uh, you know, in the past he's going to screw he's, up. A, he, yeah. He's he's messed up. So
0: I uh, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with pretender. Speaking of screw ups, Tauber, what do you think? Thanks, Adam. Really appreciate it. That's my Tauber transition for the evening, boys. Nailed good it. Too.
4: Uh, There it is.
0: um, As for
1: Indianapolis, they're still an interesting team. I mean, they played Green Bay really well at home, but then they'll have some games that are real questionable, like that Chicago game. For me, I mean, Phillip Rivers at least brings experience, and the big difference is he's no longer on a team of chokers. I'm looking at you, San Diego slash Los Angeles. But, I mean, they still got an excellent running back, Wish the Steelers had him, and Jonathan Taylor, the wide receiver room is also very decent and their defense has been playing surprisingly well this year. I mean, do I think they're pretenders? I don't really know, but I don't know if they're really contenders. Probably not, but I think it's more of a wait and see. I'd like to see how they do in a wild card game, really, before I really make a call.
0: Hey, so yeah, we're, so we're all <laughs> yeah. leaning towards agreeing with Cody. Top is yeah. the only one that. It's in the middle a little bit. So I mean, Cody funny is thing. I'm not a hot yeah. take
4: guy. Yeah. Well, I guess. Maybe I mean, not. funny thing. As of right now, the Colts would play the Steelers if, if, if season ended today in a wildcard game. But that would be a really interesting matchup there.
3: Let's move on. The, yeah, sorry. But uh, I just no, want to have one more thing with the Colts. Yeah. I know I had like a wanted more piece of like evidence to support that claim of the Colts because when you look at their schedule, right, they played four games against current playoff teams. You know how many teams? Do you know how many times they won those games? How many, Cody? Just once. That's it. (laughs) Only won one game against the current playoff team this season.
0: Speaking of teams that are
3: uh, football teams, the Miami Dolphins. (laughs) Okay, excellent transition. Thank you. Uh, Cody, thoughts? Well, uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure we're all going to be on the same boat here. Obviously, this is pending where not Miami can keep their spot, which I think they can. All they do is win out, and they don't have a particularly hard schedule to close out the yard in Buffalo, maybe. Like, but Miami, they're going to be a pretender. It's too early. But with that being said, they still had an oppressive year. So, you know, (laughs) that's really all that needs to be said about it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So I'm going to say pretender, but I really like this Dolphins team, and I wouldn't be surprised if they went on a not Titans-esque run because they don't have that kind of offense. But I think they they could shock someone winning a game opening weekend depends on the matchup for them but I'll, I'll I'll go pretender for now but next year they could be contenders great coach Tua looks to be like he could you know might be something so excited. it's definitely an exciting exciting team down in Miami
4: yeah I think I'm in the same vein there so yeah it is gonna go I think basically as far as Tua can carry them and I think if they play as well as they have they did in the first half against the Chiefs then maybe but it's I it, I I think there's a lot of youthness team, a lot of unproven depth, and I think that's what's gonna slow them down a bit. So I I gave it a year or two before I can really call them contenders.
2: Yeah, I, I agree with that. They're um, I wouldn't call them a pretender. You know, they're like they're like the Colts are in like that middle area. Um, I do love Brian Flores, and I think Miami has a bright future. But for this year, I don't see them going far. And heck, they might not make it. Because uh, their schedule is a little more difficult than Baltimore's for the remainder of the season. So,
1: um, Basically, my feeling about Miami is basically what you guys are saying. And that, first off, I want to say, Brian Flores, I was 100% wrong about you. I thought you were going to be just another flop, but you have proven me wrong. And you've actually done a really nice job with these. Uh, Miami Dolphins. And I can no longer call them the Lolfins because they're no longer making me lull. I mean, Tua's actually played decent football. Uh, They didn't rush them in immediately. They let them have some time learning under not which I was concerned about because, you know, Fitzception. But also, I mean, they actually are building some nice talent around Tua so that way you can have some targets to throw to. And I think even if they lose this year in the wild card game, which I think they will, they can at least continue to start to build something so that way they can be ready to contend in the future. But I don't think they're ready this year.
0: Yeah. So there's, there's three more teams in the AFC. We're not going to talk about the Raiders or the Patriots because the Patriots got eliminated. But the Raiders oh, yeah. are clearly pretenders, but they don't, they don't need to talk about them. So we'll do the Ravens real quick. They're not, they're not in the uh, article, but we'll hit on them real quick. Cody.
3: Yeah, well, obviously, if they make it there, which I mean, I think they probably will just you better hope Miami at least loses one game. But yeah, they make it in. They're going to be a contender. They still have a lot of pieces from last year. It's just a matter of, you know, playoff Lamar Jackson. You know, he's got to erase that meme out of him. He needs to win some games. He can very well do it. But if he can't this year, then that might just cement his playoff legacy, I think.
0: I'm I think they're pretenders. But they're also not in the playoffs right now. But if they do make the playoffs, they're probably. gonna I don't trust them until Lamar wins a playoff game. I think Lamar's yeah. very good quarterback. I like him a lot, but he, gotta, he has to win a game before I can ex, you know expect him to actually win one. Uh, Josh, I know you're a big Lamar guy too.
4: Yeah, yeah, I, I, don't know, I do really like the brand of football Lamar plays. I think he's a really, really fun quarterback to watch. But I, it just go, yeah, it comes down to if the Lamar that's. That strolled out of the, out of the locker room like like Stone Cold Steve Austin and shows up in the playoffs. I think that'll be they actually make, make it really interesting. So we'll see how that goes. I guess. I guess the next thing is moving on to the NFC. Oh
0: no, we got there's two more people here, Josh. <laughs> rude. Yeah, bro, come
4: on. Yeah, that's uh, and, is and, very and, rude of you, sorry, Josh. Sorry about the order, yeah. Luke. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, make it quick.
2: Um, so if the Ravens do make the playoffs, like I think they definitely are a contender, but like Adam said, it's. I Lamar needs to win a playoff game first before, like, I'm a believer. Like, I love watching Lamar Jackson play, but like, it's not fun to watch him play in the postseason. He has not done well, so uh, we'll see how we'll see. Basically,
1: for for this Baltimore team, I mean, they right now have been battling some injuries and some COVID, and they're starting to get over it. But the real question mark is with Lamar Jackson. And I think so far this year, Lamar Jackson has a sophomore slump because a lot of teams have now started to figure out Lamar Jackson. They're ch- they're making him challenge that their defense to basically beat him through the air and not just beat him through the pound and ground game. And I think that's really hurt Baltimore this year. So, I mean, if the Ravens do get into the playoffs, I mean, they can give any team... A headache, because Lamar Jackson still is a decent quarterback, and Harbaugh is still a good coach. But at the end of the day, uh, Lamar Jackson's slumping a little, and that's just because of the nature of teams figuring out his game.
0: I wouldn't say he's better than a decent quarterback, but I agree with everything else you said. Um, Head on to the NFC real quick. There's more teams to talk about in the NFC, because a whole division hasn't been eliminated even though they're all pretenders, but we'll talk about at least (laughs) one of them. Um, The only team that Cody has as a contender in the NFC Green Bay Packers.
3: Yes, that's true. And the NC in general is just kind of wide open, but I think Green Bay just like they're obviously in the pack for a reason. Aaron Rodgers is on a different level right now. And as long as he's playing on that level, he, they are difficult to stop. Of course, they still have rough games and all that. They're not the perfect team. I don't think anybody NFC is as good as like, you know, you know, the top two in the AFC or whatever. But they are still very good in I still think they're the Class D NFC. <laughs>
0: I'm going to go contender, but I, I do worry about the Packers come playoff time, but I don't think there's anyone in the NFC that's clearly better than them. So I guess by default, they're a yeah, contender. Just so, yeah. Well, thank you. Um, but Cody's right. And Rodgers having an incredible season. And, you know, with him playing the way that he, he's looking right now, they're going to be a tough team to beat. So, contender by default.
4: Is my answer? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Right now, Aaron Rodgers is pa- is has a is doing a, on a passer rating of 118, which is. Mm-hmm. I, I, I I mean, just, the man, the man's man for 40 touchdowns. So like, like how, how many times now? This is like it's what third or fourth time he's done that. <laughs> That's a lot. But it's it's just it's no he he is very much playing at the top of his game right now, and I think as long as he keeps at that level, it, they can play with almost anybody. So I I don't see yeah sort of maybe maybe it, maybe it's the Seahawks going around but short of that I don't see anyone else stopping them before, as of right now in the playoffs. At least the NFC. Luke,
2: was it? Question was it one or two years ago when people were like, "Oh, Aaron Rodgers doesn't have it anymore." I, I think,
4: think, think it was the last well, really both, yeah, or yeah, the
0: last a, three years.
4: Yeah, and, and then he, and then they drafted the quarterback, and he's suddenly playing so much better. <laughs> yeah. Probably yeah, he no. Was but... Bad
0: though. Probably Aaron Rodgers was bad the last couple of years, either. Just...
4: He's still good.
3: Yeah, when yeah, Aaron Rodgers plays bad, like his bad seasons are like all like Pro Bowl seasons for our quarterback. Still, yeah.
2: Aaron Rodgers' worst season as a starter is still better than like five years of Big Ben, <laughs> like five different seasons of Big Ben. So, anyways, um, yeah, the Packers are, I think, are clearly the best team in the NFC. I could see them potentially getting upset, but that being said, they're definitely a contender. So,
0: Tomber, are you there?
1: Yeah, I'm here. Sorry, I was, I was soaking it all in. I think this year, this Packers team has been great offensively. I still think they could have used a wide receiver in draft, but who knows, maybe, maybe drafting a quarterback to hashtag piss off Aaron Rodgers was the best thing the Packers could have done. And their defense is still kind of the concern for me about this Packers team, but this offense with Aaron Rodgers and how he's playing this year, I wouldn't want to play Aaron Rodgers, especially pissed off Aaron Rodgers. That's for sure.
0: Uh, Come on to the New Orleans Saints. Uh, Cody?
3: Yeah, I know. I said this to myself even before Breeze got injured and all that. I long suspected the New Orleans Saints to be frauds and therefore I do think they're a pretender. Now, give or take, they p- started to play Kansas City a little bit closer on Sunday, but Drew Brees, I mean, he's either still banged up from the injury, which is probably likely, or he's just legitimately getting washed up. Like, we've seen this a few times already where Brees looks a little bit washed. So that's why I can't necessarily trust them on top of the fact that they just haven't found a way to win the playoffs the past couple of years. Like There's no clutch gene within them i believe they just don't have any of that so that's why i'm gonna believe they're a pretender until they can prove me wrong
0: so i think they are they're they're definitely frauds but the nfc is so wide open i wouldn't be that shocked if they found a way to come out of the nfc i don't i I do think drew Brees is done he hasn't been great for a couple of years now i know everyone of like drew Brees is been so good the last couple of years, that's just not true. So, I'm gonna say contender, but I think they're frauds, so they're probably pretenders.
4: Yeah, honestly, I'm, I'm not the same, but I think the, the problem, I think they, they rushed Drew Brees back, I think is the big problem here, because he did not look anywhere near healthy during that, during that entire game. He, he, you, it's like you, you do not have Drew Brees throwing for less than 50% and, and claiming him to be healthy. That, that's just not happening. So I, I think the CB is going to only go as far as, as, as he lets them, but it's, I don't, I just don't see them getting past the Packers at this point. So I'm going to go for, as of right now, a cautious pretender.
2: Yeah, I, I agree. I'm also going to say they're a cautious pretender. Like I could see them if they have a really good game, I could see them. Pute- like they have the talent, if they uh, live up to their potential, then I, I could totally see them beating the Packers. But I don't know. I don't know which team's going to show up—the team that blew out the Buccaneers, thirty-eight to three, or um, the team that lost to the Eagles. So, yeah, we'll see. Granted, Taysom Hill did start that Eagles game, not Breeze. So I don't know, but I- I'm gonna yeah say cautious pretender. Tabber?
1: I'm saying the Saints are pretenders until they lose, until they actually win in the past a wildcard game because, you know, the refs are always going to be there, I guess, in their case, to the screw And yeah. Minnesota. The, so. refs,
0: um, the refs only hate the New Orleans Saints, just so everyone knows. They love yep. everything but the Saints. That's just a fact. Yep, yep. That's, yeah. that's why they're pretenders. It's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Can't argue with that one. It's, I mean, uh, that's, so,
1: that's some of the best logic I think we've had all night.
0: Yeah. we've had a lot of good logic too so that means it's real good Uh, move on to uh, the seattle seahawks cody
3: yeah now this might actually be a hot take this time i call the seattle seahawks pretenders like they're just not that consistent like beginning year we were seeing their defense just be absolutely horrible like actually historically horrible like that's not even like an exaggeration and now since the defense has been slowly starting to put it together and been, like, all right, now the offense is starting to be, like, a little inconsistent. Like, Russell Wilson hasn't been playing on an MVP level, like, for, like, I'd say almost, like, a month now. I'd say he's still very good. His team still has the talent to pull on a run. It's just that they're too inconsistent for me to call them a contender. So, therefore, they will be a pretender for now.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I i i am this is a tough one this is a very tough one um their defense is still very bad i know they've been better, but they're still just not not a good unit so i uh, will put put them in the same category as the saints for now like i don't think they're that good i think they're frauds, but you know the n f c is they said it said it a million times it's wide open right now so Contender, I guess. I don't. T- Josh, I don't know. Uh,
4: I mean, yeah. I, I then comes down to if, if yeah, if Russ gets back to form, if uh, if if like the the receivers all, I'll play at a high level like they have been. If I mean, yeah, Car- I, I, I I trust Chris Carson a good bit, but we'll see how that goes there. And their their defense has been spotty, at, and I think that's and uh, uh, eventually is what's going to screw them over and come playoff time. So. I'm going to... Also, I, think, I think, like the Saints, so I'm going to go with a cautious pretender as of right now because they have too many inconsistencies and issues for me to really call them a contender at this point.
3: And I need to work on my hot take game at this point, huh? <laughs>
2: um, yeah. Again, the NFC's wide open, so I guess you can call them a contender. But, like, they're also very inconsistent, so... <laughs> I don't know. Um... Again, I think it's like the same situation as the Saints. If they live up to their potential, then they could definitely win the NFC. Um, So, yeah, I, I don't know. The defense has looked better, but like Cody said earlier, Russell Wilson, like he hasn't been playing horribly, but he has not been playing nearly as well as he did at the beginning of the season. At the beginning of the season, I thought he deserved to win MVP, but now like he's
0: way out of the race. So, dude, fun fact. Ever since he trademarked Let Russ Cook, he has not been cooking. So, yeah. Um, Speaking of people that love to cook, Brandon
1: Talbert. Yes, sir. Um, Basically, this team lives and dies through uh, Russell Wilson. Metcalf and Lockett, both great wide receivers. Uh, The run game can get going with Carson and Penny. But at the end of the day, that defense is still highly sus and uh basically like you guys have all touched on Russell wilson's not playing at the same level that he was a few years ago so uh this team is a pretender in my eyes but that whole division of the nfc west is still question marks for me because i still don't know who's going to win it at the end of the year i thought maybe it was going to be the rams but uh <laughs> losing to the jets doesn't help
0: your cause we'll get into that um- so we're not going to talk about the football team because they're all we you know they're pretenders. There's no point in mm-hmm. you know, oh, the football team might be good. Like yeah. it's just not true. So yeah. Who cares? The only
3: thing I really said about the football but, team is that I would be overly shocked if they win the wild card round, but they're not going to do anything like yeah. beyond.
4: Yeah. I mean, and I think their their defense can not keep them in a game, but not past the wild card round. Their though.
3: offense can't score to win that game.
0: So who cares about them? Uh, yep. let's talk about the team that lost to the New York Football Jets. The Los
3: Angeles Rams. Yeah, definitely. The Los Angeles Rams are what I call an enigma. They went from, like, the past two weeks have been a microcosm of their season. They absolutely destroyed the Patriots at Thursday night football, and then they went out and lost an embarrassing game to the Jets of all teams. They they just look like they're legit one week, and then the next week they take some steps back. So for me, this would be usually like a pretender kind of thing. But I only use the wait-and-see approach for this kind of thing because I know they have the talent to pull it off. They've shown us they can. It's just a matter of finding that consistency, which is why I have them wait-and-see until they make the playoffs.
0: This one's simple for me. Someone tweeted something about Jared Goff the account. I don't know who that was. I think it's Tyler, but I'm not sure. If you lose to the Jets, you're, you're pretenders. That's, that's it for me. Josh. I'm
4: just going to move it on to Josh. Yeah, I mean, of course, for being honest, I think the Jets losing might actually have hurt them a lot more in the long run, but that's not the point. But come on, if you cannot be Sean McVay and be outcoached by Adam Gase of all people. I mean, come on. Man. I, unless they pull something really impressive off these last two games, I just cannot trust this team at all. Not after this weekend.
2: Yeah, I agree. I I don't trust this team. I'm definitely comfortable with calling them a pretender. You know, it's funny how you talk about Adam Gaze outcoached Sean McVay the week before. Sean McVay clearly outcoached Belichick. So like, <laughs> very interesting to me. Yeah, I I'm just shocked. Like I <laughs> I remember like looking at the score. I was like, Are you kidding me? Are the Jets really up thirteen to nothing right now, <laughs> or whatever? their biggest lead was at um some point in the game it's yeah like adam said if you lose to the jets you're a pretender so
1: uh my my feelings about the uh rams this year is first off i think they have a i think they have a really good defense aaron, Darn- aaron darnold is still a very fantastic yeah adam get he it he
0: did it again he did it again on, it was on what? purpose Wait, so. what? You said Aaron Donald, isn't it I'm Donald?
2: Sure it on Is it... No,
3: it's
0: what Aaron Aaron Donald. Donald. Huh. No, I, that was not on purpose. Like
4: Ronald McDonald.
0: Damn it! Okay, Robert, just, just just do your thing. Number
4: <laughs> ninety-nine on the on the Rams.
0: Base
1: basically Rams defense good offense good. sus Jared Goff still a bunch of question marks. Um. Their head coach is decent. Losing to the Jets, that's hilarious. That's locale material. That's also um, pretender status for me. And also, you want to know why the Rams lost, lost this game? is because the Jets got rid of their defensive coordinator to help preserve their beautiful, beautiful tank. So that is why they ended up winning this game
0: for the Jets. There. Uh, let's move on to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers.
3: Yeah, it's, uh, this is an our team I had a wait-and-see approach on it. Like, that's how I'm treating a lot of the NFC, just basically almost like wait-and-see. But Tampa definitely has potential to be top three, if not top two team in the NFC. It's just a matter of like which Tom Brady are you going to get. But at the same time, Tom Brady in the playoffs, that's hard to go up against. Like We know what happened against Tennessee last season – but it's still. But while Tom Brady's still around, it's really hard to count that guy out in anything involving playoffs. So we'll just see when that happens.
0: Yeah. Uh, for me, it comes down to this: Jared Goff, bad. Tom Brady, good. Bucks are contenders. They have Tom Brady until he retires. He's he's going to be a, a contending team. Whatever team he's on is contending. So contenders, even though they don't look that good. Josh.
4: Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, it's, 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 if if yeah, Brady can connect these receivers, it's because it's probably the best receiver core in the entire NFL. And then, I think and the defense can do enough for them, but it's going to all come down to if, if, if Brady and his receivers can really gel, they, they have a chance to make a deep playoff run. So I'm going to be cautious and say contender for now.
2: Yeah, like Adam said, as long as they have Tom Brady, this team is a contender and... Uh, remember, earlier in the season, Tampa Bay absolutely destroyed Green Bay, beat thirty-eight 38-10. Now, I definitely don't see that happening again because if they do face each other again, uh, it's most likely going to be at Lambeau Field. But like the Buccaneers have shown that they can beat the Packers. They could do it again. And like Adam said earlier, they got Tom Brady, who's one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, um, and definitely the most successful six-time Super Bowl champion. So, Buccaneers are contenders.
0: Uh, uh, Brandon Dobber, are, uh, are you alive, or should we just move on?
1: Uh, Buccaneers are always going to be contenders right now because they do have a good receiving core. Tom Brady's quarterback. Bruce Arians is a decent coach, and I say decent because um, he did well. In the Super Bowl era so far, and not as a head coach, but as a coordinator. Um, Defense, yeah, it depends on what defense you get. Some days that defense is good, but some days that defense is just meh. So, I mean, Tampa Bay, I mean, they, like you guys said, you don't know which Tampa Bay is going to show up. You don't know if it's going to be the Tom Brady that can't pass for over 20 yards, 20 yards down the field, or if you're going to get a PO'd uh, Tom Brady that's going to want to just go off the go off the rails, but the receiving core is very good, and that's been highly favorable towards uh, uh, Brady.
0: Yeah. Um. So we're not going to do – I don't think we need to talk about Minnesota or Chicago or Dallas, Philly, the Giants, any of those teams think, but we all agree they're pretenders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll just, they're just we'll hit competing. on – yeah, we'll just hit Arizona real quick, and then we'll move on to our next thing. Arizona.
3: Yeah, I know Arizona. I feel like I feel like everyone's gonna probably agree with me here. They're a pretender. They're not quite ready to be a contender yet, but give it a year or two, and they'll be there. Because this team is looking pretty good on the offensive side of the ball. They just need a little bit tinkering on the defense.
0: Yeah, I, I'm with you. I think they're pretenders, but they also could maybe win a wild card game. I mean, they they have Kyler Murray, who's, who's a pretty good quarterback, and DeAndre Hopkins is an all right wide receiver. So. You know they have some good pieces. They're, they're, I agree, they're like a year away from being a real contender. But they, I think they're. Uh, they wouldn't shock me if they made it out of the wildcard me- weekend.
4: Yeah, I don't see anybody else besides, besides from them in the NFC qualifying for that seven seats at this point. So I think they're pretty much locked in right now. Yeah, I, I, I it's kind of the same situation as the Dolphins It's like there's plenty there, but it's all pretty raw and needs a year or so to actually develop into its full form. So. Yeah, I, I do this is their year yet.
2: Yeah. Like you guys said, um, they have potential. Like, they just need more experience. For this year, I'm going to say they're a pretender, but, you know, they've got a bright future ahead of them. And they could definitely pull a win uh, wild card weekend. So, I mean, they're going to be playing, most likely going to be playing one of the NFC East teams, so... They can definitely pull out a win there. What? No, they're not. That's wrong. Yeah, what are you wait, talking what? about? Yeah, yeah, they be... play,
4: play a two seed. Oh, wait. No,
2: yeah. that's my bad. My bad. My bad. Oh, okay, yeah, we'll forgive
0: him. Yeah. My bad. Sure, I you guess don't... I'll forgive him. Oh, yeah.
1: Got
2: him.
0: Yeah, guy, yeah, uh, I, I, I misread. Uh, yeah, hey, we can read.
1: It's a fundamental skill. Um, basically, for Arizona, First off, Bill O'Brien helping build this team into what it is today. God bless uh, Bill O'Brien up there for because, you know, he is a hack. Um, secondly, Cliff Kingsbury, also a surprising head coach right now. Um, how he's made Kyler Murray into a nice passing quarterback and bringing his air raid system into the NFL. I didn't think it was going to work, but so far it seems to be doing pretty decent in Arizona. But that may be also because DeAndre Hopkins is a, is a human cheat code. But it's like you guys said he they don't have a lot of playoff experience on their team. I think a couple of years in the playoffs that can help build that team, help build momentum. I think if they continue to build in the draft, maybe this year and next year, they'll really be contenders. But this year, they're maybe just going to be pretenders. And who knows? Maybe they can get that one upset win against New Orleans, because, I mean, New Orleans defense is sometimes a little sus.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. So, uh. Before we move on to the NHL, which we'll we'll do a quick headers in the NHL because we don't have a ton of time left. But mm-hmm. uh tauber asked about the Eagles when we started, so I guess I'll talk about that for a minute. Um, yeah.
4: Yeah, <laughs> so, I I e why I should have started Jalen Hurts this week. Yeah.
0: You still would have lost, Josh.
4: I I, I know, but it was these would have been somewhat better. <laughs> uh,
0: I've yeah, about like fifty five points, so yeah. Um so I'm not ready to say he's the the long-term answer, but he certainly looked pretty good the last two weeks. Um, I mean, I don't know. I I still think Carson will get a chance to win the job back, and I do think he will win it back still. But um, I'm going to say Jalen Hurts has looked pretty good. Uh, He's exciting to watch, and the team looks a lot more competitive with him. Um, And if they do win out, they, they might make the playoffs which is crazy but if they went out I think they the, the football team loses this week and the Eagles went out I think they make the playoffs so yeah that's, that's stupid correct. but that that's the situation right now so yeah I don't know that's those are my uh, my Eagles thoughts um Talber, I guess real quick you can hit on your college football change coaching changes real quick before we move on to our hockey talk for the last couple of minutes
1: Absolutely. Um, so right now in in college football, Auburn has fired their head coach and Gus Malzahn, which was a little surprising to me because, I mean, Gus Malzahn is a usually reliable head coach. And now it seems like they're going to be bringing in bringing in the Boise State head coach of Brian Harsin. Uh, also today, Jim Harbaugh of Michigan let go of his defensive coordinator, Don Brown, which was very surprising because mm-hmm. Don Brown is a very is a very well-coached defense, and that's going to be something to look, look at. Illinois hiring Brett Bilzema, however the heck you say that last name, former coach of Wisconsin during the years that they did win two Big Ten championships with Russell Wilson and also a head coach there in uh, Arkansas, also in the uh, college football realm. That's basically it for the coaching changes. It's right now the playoff time, and it's also the bowl season right now, and right now in the bowl games. Today is, of course, we got to celebrate the bowl game. It's uh, Right now going on is the Bulk Over Tone Bowl, which is the Brigham Young University Mormons, led by Zach Wilson. They're up on the former uh, national title champions of UCF
0: right now, <laughs> 21-7, right now in the uh, second quarter. That was actually a solid joke there, October. Um, if you want to read, if you want to read more about our uh, bowl game coverage, Tauber uh, wrote up a nice uh, article on the blog about every. I think it's all the New Year's Six bowl games, so check that out. Correct and. Let's move on. Uh, Cody wanted to hit on the new NHL divisions
3: real quick, so I'll let yep. him do that. Yeah, I know. It's like finally you can talk about the hockey. I know. It's like I think uh, most people here, I mean, they got to be sick of football by now or at least talking about it all,
4: all the time. I, I, I need to hang back so badly right now.
3: Yeah, so I'm glad that the NHL is finally coming back. But let me tell you, it's like when it comes to these divisions, you can clearly tell which ones are the easy ones and the hard ones. Like I think definitely what people to be hard is the East Division. We got Boston, Buffalo, New Jersey, the Islanders, Rangers, Flyers, Penguins, and Capitals. And, yeah, basically the Sabres are getting screwed over yet again by being put in such an insanely tough division. Central is pretty easy. I think Tampa Bay should probably take that. Like, just like I mean, they're up against Nashville, Florida, Detroit, Dallas, Columbus, Chicago, and Carolina. It's not like they don't have – any competition, but theres like a lot of like weaker end teams on there, <laughs> although the West should be interesting because uh, that's pretty much where all the best uh, Western conference teams already are in Colorado and Vegas. so I'm sure that's gonna be like a fun dog fight for that division. Canadian division, Calgary, Edmonton, Montreal, Ottawa, Toronto, Vancouver, Winnipeg, obviously. That's like that's almost like a toss-up between like a few of those teams. I feel like Toronto will find a way to choke it somehow, but <laughs> just knowing them. But yeah, this could be a crazy NHL season. And I know as more schedule stuff comes out and we get to see who everyone's playing at when when and where, what time and all that, I guess we could get some proper... You know, pr- predictions up there for this upcoming hockey season. <laughs> yeah,
4: this so, is. Uh... And, 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 and correct me, if I'm wrong. So it's yeah, so it's uh, basically everyone plays. says so 50, 56 games against, and so it says eight games per division opponent. I'm guessing for this.
3: Correct. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'll say I don't know the specifics of it because I haven't read into it that much. I just saw the division layout.
4: <laughs> yeah, so they're <it's>, so <laughs> <so it's laughs> playing the capital playing the Capitals eight times this year. So that's, that's fun.
3: Here, here's how the Here's how the season's working out.
1: Um, everyone in each division will be playing their, uh, divisional rivals eight times. While the exception clearly goes for the Canadian teams because there's less, there's less, uh, numbers in that league or in that division to, to say. So those teams may be playing teams more times. Um, the big thing to really look at in the East division, each division will bring four, um, playoff teams to the table no matter what so the canadians will bring four teams the west four teams the central four and the east four teams so i think the big thing you're going to be looking at in the east boston should come away with the first seed philadelphia is still looking really good so they should be a second seed third seed probably the new york rangers because
4: their
0: rebuild has gone excellently Ooh,
4: that's a hot take i think the rangers are still a year away from really contending
0: here's what we're going to do guys we are Planning a big NHL preview episode in a couple weeks, so we'll we'll go through every division and hit. Oh yeah, of those. We'll oh, do yeah, that. Yeah. And I, Mike Ewing, I think actually, I think Mike's going to write something. I think Cody's writing something like a nice preview for the oh, NHL. Oh yeah, oh yeah,
3: I'll definitely write something. My...
0: So, yeah, so we got a lot of stuff coming for the NHL. But uh, Rook, one more thing with the NHL. This is the biggest news of the week from the NHL. Uh, Connor Sheary to the Capitals.
3: Oh yeah! I just read about that literally three minutes. Congratulations! (sighs) Enjoy your, you know the uh, the Washington Penguins or
4: yeah, just all the ex Penguins. Now now now, now watch Ovechkin like in like five years when he's like barely moving, go to the Penguins for one more year because he can.
3: (laughs) You know, legit. I would actually love that. Like, I would I would actually enjoy that. I mean, Marlo's back on the
4: the Sharks, so I,
0: I just can't wait to watch. Connor Sherry fall down all season. We get to watch. We get to watch him fall down eight at least eight times, which is going to be <laughs> awesome. Yes. So, uh, yeah. yes. can we take a time out real fast
1: and appreciate the uh, Cody CC post on the uh, Penguins uh, Instagram page and how you there know, was a lot of hate?
3: You know, I saw that and I was like, "Oh, this poor man's going to get so much hate on his birthday. Like, like he's not a great player, but that's unwarranted. Like, so unwarranted. That's all Jimmy Rutherford. That, that's me. Yeah.
0: Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah hey, I
3: will. I will make sure to support him. Like, I, like he's he's a Pittsburgh Penguin. I will support him. Like, I don't it's care.
0: Not, not his fault. Jim Rutherford offered him one point four million dollars. Yeah, you know? it's
3: not his fault yeah. at all. Hey, I was, hope uh, he plays I was, well.
0: Yeah. I hope he plays well enough. Hey, I would take that money too if he offered it to me. So maybe he should offer that. You know, just something to think about
4: yeah that's the other sports stuff uh nba just started up as right now basically so we that's fun we will be
0: having our nba preview episode coming on thursday i will be here luke will be here palmer will be here maybe a guest we're not really sure we will work on bringing some other people on for that but it should be a good time congratulations uh, lakers on winning your championship good joke have You you only made that like four times so far on this call
1: the fifth time's the best
0: that's true that's, that's what i always say about jokes so we have yeah. that coming um, we, again we have our live show coming next Tuesday on Twitch mm-hmm. which we're very excited about I think we will all be here all five of us maybe someone else
3: not really sure but uh, yeah, we're just going to try to get whoever we can
0: yeah and we'll, we'll schedule our we'll, we'll say our, we'll do our NHL preview like the week before the season starts but we have one last segment for today so Todder you want to go first since it's your favorite thing
1: Yeah, and I'm actually going to change it up because I actually have a new piss boy this week. It's actually a change. I'm actually not going with who I said originally. It's uh, today's piss boy goes to Dan Mullen and the University of Florida. As yet again, they're making the news as they get a one-year probation from the NCAA for recruitment violations. Here's to you, Florida, yet again. Josh, who's yours?
4: Okay, I... I'm going to yes. I'm going to go with over-reliable, but not it's not it's not case in, in this case. It's just the Jets as a whole because even though they won, they still lost because as of right now, they would not have the one the number one overall pick, and I think that's the one thing they wanted this year. So congrats, congratulations, Jets! Even when you succeed, you still fail.
0: That's very Jets for you. Um, I'll go next real quick. Uh, I picked Arsenal last weekend, and they're fresh off a. Four to one loss to Man- Manchester City today in the Carabao Cup. I'm going to go with Arsenal and Newcastle for losing to a team in a league like a whole league below them, playing their backups. Newcastle was playing their starters and they lost. So Newcastle and Arsenal can split it for my Premier League piss boy of the week, Luke.
2: Um. So I was going to go with the Falcons for blowing another league, but at it- Another lead, but at this point, like, we already expect it. So, um, yeah, my piss boy of the week is Ben Roethlisberger. He was freaking terrible, and he's the reason why the Steelers lost. So, can't
0: argue
3: with that one, Cody. Last one. Oh. Yeah, I know. I'm going to go a different direction here. I'm going to move away from football entirely. I'm going to go back to the NHL here. Now, the Buffalo Sabres haven't done anything to warrant being Piss Boy of the Week, but I think they're Piss Boy of the Week by default just because the NHL just absolutely just screws them with the division placement, like place a division with Boston, Philly, Pittsburgh, Washington, even like the Rangers and Islanders. Like The one year they can look to finally do something good, especially since they got Taylor Hall, and all that, uh, they just got screwed over. And that what is what makes them piss boy the week for me. They didn't, so, they not warn it, but alas, we missed so, a few,
0: a few big ones. No, we well, we missed a few big ones. So I'm just gonna hit off these two big ones real quick. First off, no one said the Los Angeles Rams for well, losing to the Jets, which
3: well, you're right, but that's obvious.
0: <laughs> I mean, it is obvious, but it's still still a piss boy. Uh, another one, we have the Oakland Raiders for losing to the Chargers, and now being out of the playoff because they just lost two bad games in a row. Maybe three. I can't even remember at this point. Tauber, you have the, the one that you were go- I thought you were going to say, but you didn't. So, Yeah, take that's because away. I saw
1: the game Mullen thing earlier, so I had to say him. Uh, my original piss boy was going to be Dwayne Haskins, who was spotted at a strip club without a mask. Way to go, Dwayne, to go and throw COVID protocols through the wind. Way to go, buddy. Another, another great mark on the, on the Washington football team organization.
0: Yeah, it doesn't sound like a football team move right there, but yeah. Uh, so a lot of, a lot of good piss boys from the last weekend. It looks like
4: from oh, everyone yeah. here,
0: we all had a couple. So, yeah. Uh, anyone have anything else they want to hit on real quick before we do oh. our outro? Oh,
4: well, I'll say happy holidays to everybody. Everyone have a good weekend, and I guess we'll see you on a live show next week.
0: Yep. Yeah, well, before we send it out, you know the only way we know how. Um, let's first plug our things again next week next tuesday december 29th we have our live show it'll be on twitch cody where can you find it on twitch
3: oh you can find it on twitch.tv slash star i know yeah. if this thing does well enough we may even end up creating our own twitch account
0: <laughs> we'll see that's all you know that's a week away um we have our twitter account out at lowest power hour we live tweet games sometimes uh Cody was Cody tweeted something yesterday from it. I think it was Cody, at least um I tweet mostly Sundays and I sometimes last tweet like everton games and stuff, but yeah we'll tweet out like our articles and stuff. You can read our articles or it's our blog at uh dot Cody has a nice article up right now. tabler wrote something over the weekend Josh did too. I wrote like an instant reaction, so we all have stuff up there that you should check out um Luke and I have a movie podcast that might come back eventually. We'll see. Uh, and a movie yeah. cast. Planning on watching Clockwork Orange at some point. Luke already did. I haven't yet, but we'll get to that. Um, eventually. Eventually. It'll probably come out at, at some point. Um, NBA preview episode on Thursday. Um, and then we'll get back to his probably two normal episodes next week, even though one of them is going to be live. So that's everything. I think I hit everything. Anyone have anything else they want to plug real quick? No?
4: Nope, that's it. Happy holidays. holidays. Happy holidays, everybody.
0: Toddler, do the thing.
1: From all of us here at the Lobos Power Hour, we wish you a Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year, and uh, just good health during this time. And uh, to Dean Spanners, fuck you for ruining uh, Justin Herbert.
2: Man, if you don't, you should by you now. town, when you see me, you know uh, 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 blackin yellow, blackin uh, yellow, i yellow, yellow. I'm it down tell a Gang. Up I'm yellow, blackin yellow, blackin
3: yellow. Blackin yellow, blackin yellow. Uh, yeah, uh-huh, you know what it is. Everything I do, I do it big. Yeah, Uh-huh, screaming that now. when I pulled off the line, like that stunt. Up in up my town, you see me, you know everything.